good afternoon breadheads. Buongiorno, no. <laughs> Mamma mia, Thai. I see you look like a, you look like a young young Bella. <laughs> uh, um, uh, what's your fuck? <laughs> Uh, Grazie. (laughs) Grazie. Uh, You are looking like a couple of meatballs dripping in the sauce. Ah, yes, I dip my ball in the sauce and and it it burned my nose. You stick your balls in the buns. You make a meatball (laughs) sub. I get the two buns and I uh, open it wide and I stick my two balls inside. You got the salsa all over the bun. No? <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks for joining us today, Breadheads. We'd like to apologize for missing last week's episode. Uh, much like Essence and all the other online retailers, we are experiencing supply chain issues. So we were unable to deliver on time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. We unfortunately stopped, um, you know, shipping our product to the Ukraine, <laughs> the country mm-hmm. of Ukraine. So, you know, unfortunately, uh, we're unable to also supply this podcast because we are Ukrainian. Yeah, the Ukrainian servers are down right now and it's causing disruptions worldwide. But That's right. As I you mean, can we're hear still... in uh, Ty's background, though, the, you know, the Soviet army is still able to transport <laughs> weapons uh, using I... the trains. Are you hearing the choo-choo of that train going by? Oh, absolutely, buddy. If there's not bad Wi-Fi, I need to at least ruin the audio quality. It's almost like I'm trying to take this podcast down and I'm hacking my own cast. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Um, I can't think of a better way for you to sunset this podcast than to um, (laughs) just glitch it out of existence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a bit of a a suicide move, but... I don't know. There's no glory in simmering out. I think we need to blow it up. But uh, yeah, sorry about the train. It's it's springtime. The flowers are blooming. The weather is warmer. I'm sipping soup outside. And mm-hmm. as a byproduct of that, you might hear a few choo-choos of a train or perhaps the chirping of a bird. Mm-hmm. You know, it's springtime when Ty is recording outside on his patio wearing his favorite denim shirt and uh, just taking in all the sights and sounds that uh, the city has to offer. Yeah, you know, you know, it's spring when the denim comes out. I yeah, last absolutely. night I was thrifting and I found this uh, <laughs> like kind of wintry jacket. It's like a Gore-Tex North Face jacket. It had this How really like you pull that out so fast. <laughs> it was just sitting on the back of this chair, but I'm showing Eric right now live. Um, it's got this really like utilitarian extremist look that I think like Kanye's trying to kind of propel and like maybe what like post pandemic lifestyle will be like everyone's like oh i need to do extreme things and i need to get outside and like risk my life because i'm numb to all feeling now so i think this jacket mm-hmm. will kind of channel that choo 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 what a fun I mean, yeah flavor. it's like we have our first guest episode the train it's thomas <laughs> <laughs> thomas is our guest <laughs> everyone meet thomas the train um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right, Ty. The the jacket looks like it was straight off of the uh, Balenciaga 360 show uh, runway. Yeah, I think so. I pulled it straight from the Balenciaga metaverse. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You logged in. You logged in, cashed in some some bitcoins, and uh, you copped a new jacket. How much do, mm-hmm. does a footlong go for in, in the metaverse? 
That's a good question. I think that in the metaverse, everything will be more money than it will be here in the real verse. I feel like because nothing is tangible, all value is like superficial. So why not just charge whatever you want for it? NFTs are the first example of this. Like they're just like saying like this NFT, we're going to make it worth $200 million. And everyone's like, we got no benchmark. So, okay. That's honestly a great point because that's what like fashion is anyway. Like Mm -hmm. the, the, like fashion was the first NFT really. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you would buy like a one of one jacket and the value of that is whatever the creator decides to make Literally, it. Literally, what, whatever you value. want it to be. Yeah. Exactly. It, and, like, everything in the metaverse is cultural currency, essentially. Because nothing needs to exist. Like, in the real life, if you go and get a foot long at Subway, and they charge you $8, and you can go get a similar-sized sandwich for $6 over at Jimmy John's, that's actually, like, kind of affects you you know like you now can compare the quality of the two sandwiches determine which if subway is worth the surcharge it obviously is don't go to jimmy john's in the metaverse nothing matters nothing's real so how do you compare this nft cartoon of eric's dick to this nft (laughs) cartoon of a monkey (laughs) they both look fuzzy and shriveled this is Damn. (laughs) Fuck. Um, I don't even know how to comment on that, but you know what? I think uh, at the very least in the metaverse, you know, we won't have any supply chain issues uh, like we do in in the real world. There won't be any reason for people to charge more, you know, for no reason. There's no inflation in the metaverse. So does that mean Mm -hmm. we can truly achieve a a $5 footlong in the metaverse? Nothing's real anyway. There's no, like, there's no, there's no finite, like, olives, number of olives. It's just whatever. It's just download more. Yeah. Despite the uh, facade Subway creates of there being infinite olives in real life, (laughs) the only place you will have truly (laughs) infinite olives is the Fediverse. So Uh, I think the, I think the $5 foot long is a great move for them. That would really help early adoption of the Fediverse. I think so too. But you know what's crazy? You don't need to ever buy food in the metaverse because you don't need that to live. Like, in the, re- in the real world, like, Jimmy John's charging you six bucks. Like, they're saying, like, we will keep you alive for six more hours for six dollars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you give us six dollars, we'll keep you alive. A few more Whereas, hours. like, Subway's like, no, we want eight. That's <laughs> <laughs> a really weird way to put it. That, like, all you're doing is just, like, popping up the tank on life. Yeah, literally. It's like, I don't want to eat this fucking sandwich, but I need it to stay alive. Mm-hmm. But the, the scummy developer community is going to, it's like, instantiate a similar system through code in the metaverse. Like, there's no way they're not going to be, like, you have to buy with our in-game currency, uh, like inch coin. You need to buy this foot long. Otherwise, your character, it dies and you lose all your stats. And what are my stats? <laughs> well, you get your, to choose your height, Eric. I knew you were going to say height. So <laughs> I'm sure you'll add a couple inches. <laughs> Dude, I already did on my Tinder. And what makes me think I'm not going to do it on my fucking... <laughs> 
on my metaverse yeah. profile. As far as the entire internet knows, you're six two. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's true. Yeah, uh, it'd be pretty funny so, if uh, you know you decide to not buy sandwiches and then your height just depletes. It's like, damn, he, you know, damn. young, young Ty just decided he was going to cheap out on a sandwich this week, and he's five four now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I do like this interpretation of the metaverse where every inch you eat keeps you an inch taller. Mm-hmm. But if you don't eat an inch, you deplete an inch. So it's almost like mm-hmm. you have to eat an inch every hour to maintain your height. What a funny situation. Wow. I want to play that in video game. That is a funny video game, especially <laughs> on International Women's Day where you know men have been historically objectified by their height. Mm-hmm. And and other inch based body parts. <laughs> exactly. We only use you know we we're we're a, we're a metric society here in Canada, but we there's two things we measure in inches, and it's you know your height and your cock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and your sandwich. <laughs> oh yes, and your sandwich. Those three. It's literally the only three things I think about in inches. Exactly. Like miles, couldn't tell you what that is. Kit like Damn. like pounds, don't know. Putting putting the the uh, the the missile in your pants, Eric, in centimeters though, that's a pretty big number. That is a big Actually, number in it. I don't know what it could your be number a strategic is. Move. I, yeah, like if you say it's like, oh, it's a twenty-four centimeter wiener, that's pretty crazy because no one no one really knows. It just sounds big. But does it sound even <laughs> bigger if you said, oh yeah, it's about a, an eighth of a meter? <laughs> I don't do like round up. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Well, eighth of a meter would be really sad, but a quarter is what you said earlier. So I don't you know, see. We're, we're we're back. I'm not very good <laughs> with measurements. <laughs> Fractions, you know, only fraction Ty knows is a half because he can only orders sandwiches in halves. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. I'll get two halves. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, hey, let, let me get two halves. Two six inches. I'll pay more <laughs> for that. <laughs> oh boy, it's wild. But yeah, I just we should start, start do, using that as an icebreaker at parties to speak to your dick length in meters. I think that's a really fun twist. It makes it sound huge. Not that it is, but I mean, Ty, we, me and you will take any help we can get. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in real life, but not in the metaverse. I get to choose those stats. That's true. You know, it might be like a like a reverse like psychology type of thing in the uh, in the metaverse because everyone's gonna be choosing like you know everyone's gonna be like seven feet tall, you know, fucking huge roided out muscles. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone's gonna be like I don't know, have like cute cute eyes and stuff. <laughs> I mean, so like, how do you how do you stand apart? You gotta be five eight. <laughs> to be different from everyone else, you gotta be five eight, like maybe on the chubbier side, you know. Mm-hmm. Right. What, what, I don't what know. You? I don't. Like... <laughs> I think you're making a false assumption that like all men want to be elf, like roided alpha males. I know you and I are and do, but I don't <laughs> think. I think there's a lot, like especially the early adopters of the metaverse. You think they're they're gonna like be built? Their characters are gonna they're gonna pick like the muscular character? No, dude, they're gonna have tails and like little rabbit ears they're you know they're gonna have like a the the logo of the software company that made the metaverse on their t-shirt oh no or worse like the software company they work for or even worse 
Damn. You're so right, though. They're going to probably have, like, um, tails, like, those, like, weird headphones with, like, the cat ears on them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they have those. It's oh, a big challenge. Really like, sad. the problem with any area of the internet that's, like, emerging is, like, the two groups that are there first are, like, like 4chan and furries. <laughs> I mean, those are the first people who ate at Subway, too. Think about it. <laughs> wow. That's a good point. <laughs> oh, man. So, do you think in sub in the metaverse, there will be multiple <laughs> Subway locations or just one that everybody goes to? Uh, there, there has to be more than one. I mean, we have 44,000 in real life. You know, how can we fit all these people into one Subway in the metaverse, Ty? It's gonna be like a. I, it would be bigger. <laughs> is it gonna be the size of Metro Town, like the biggest subway in, in the world? Sub city, yeah, dude. It would be the uh, square footage of, um, yeah, like a, like Texas or like an Australian province. It's like it's like the outback, you see. <laughs> outback steakhouse. Yeah. Out, outback uh, steak and cheese house. <laughs> I don't know. I, I just thought like one would be kind of cool. It's just like the Grand Central of subways. Holy shit. Literally the center of the world. Yeah, the, the center of something. <laughs> <laughs> but like it could, uh, it could host all sorts of conventions too. You know, like, all this like yeah. metaverse talk makes me so sad. It just makes me so depressed. But like hearing the possibility of like a subway opening up and like I don't know, just like going to the metaverse subway, Ty, I feel much better about the whole, the whole future thing. It does help. I understand why you're a little sad about the metaverse. You're like probably in the best physique of your life. You've been really working hard to get your money up and build some clout online via this podcast. Uh, and to throw all that away to go digital, <laughs> like it feels like we've built a lot physically, you know, like I'm, we're, we've literally funny. built the whole world. And now we're gonna like, just like ghost it. Yeah, I know. Imagine winning the lottery right now. Like that would fucking suck, dude. Like you, you all of a sudden get all this money, and then like now what? You have to like sell it and like buy like a bunch of fucking t-shirts, digital t-shirts. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta you gotta buy Astro World tickets in the metaverse now, and you don't even get to leave your house. Mm-hmm. You could be just you could have mined it all just using the you know, stationary bike and you're like locked, but now you mm-hmm. have to like use all this like hard earned lottery money to, you know, buy a Balenciaga like carry all. Yeah. And it's, it's not even real. It's an NFT. Exactly. I don't know, man. The future is going to be unfriendly to me and you. Mm-hmm. Any, anyone who's got their clothed up IRL, mm, they're not, they're not into this. They're they're worried the the old guard, if you will, is at mm-hmm. risk. Yeah, I know. It turns out Bezos had the right idea. Just fuck off to Mars, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't gotta deal with this NFT bullshit anymore. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I guess we'll just have to uh, wait and see. Much like ordering a footlong, you just have to wait and see if it's gonna be good. There's a lot of decisions being made right now. Most of them are outside of your control. Just wait and see. <laughs> Just wait and see. Speaking of, um, you know, just waiting and seeing, Ty, I lit a fire today in my oven. <laughs> oh, no. What did you burn? <laughs> I, 
I literally made a fucking fire in my apartment. This is the first time I've ever done this. And let me tell you, I was scared, bro. Yeah, not, I bet. This was like, my heart was pounding. I, uh, you know, I decided to make a Little Caesars inspired lunch. And I put a few frozen nuggets and a frozen pizza in the oven at the same time. Mm-hmm. And uh, let me tell you, for some reason, this pizza was so oily, Ty, that the oil was... Okay, so hold on. Back up one second. So listen, I have one pan. <laughs> <laughs> I have one pan that's eligible for, like, nugget slash pizza usage. And so I put the nuggets on those, obviously. And so I just put the pizza directly onto the rack. Because the pizza was dripping the entire time onto the bottom of the oven. And all of a sudden, I just, you know, see, like, a cloud of smoke in my apartment. I'm like, what's going on here? Like, why is it so, like, foggy in here? And then I look in the oven. I open it. And, like, a huge cloud of smoke just bellows out of the oven. I'm like, holy shit. And And I take the fucking dish rag to, like, wave it off. And then I wave off some of the smoke to clear the air. I'm like, oh, God, what is that? And I see there's a fucking fire in there. <laughs> oh wow! So, is it was there were they big flames or are they itty bitty flames? It was like um, it was kind of like the indoor fire pit thing you can buy mm-hmm. at CB two. It's like that mm-hmm. size. I'm familiar <laughs> with that. That's that's a reasonably sized. That's a, a big enough flame to cause an alarm. Not a fire alarm, but an Eric alarm. Yeah, it, all my internal fire alarms were ringing. I, and uh, so I quickly like waved it off, and then uh, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. This lunch is done. And I just like took the pizza out, took the nuggets out, cleaned off the bottom of the oven, mm-hmm. and opened up the balcony, let all that smoke out. You could actually see smoke like coming out of my apartment. It actually looked like mm-hmm. it was on fire. Dude. Wow! Like, like if someone was in the alley looking at my apartment, they'd be like, "Holy shit, dude!" Like, yeah, they must be listening <clears throat> to the podcast up there. <laughs> shit's fire uh good thing that nobody that lives in your alley has a cell phone or you'd have firemen at your door right now they do have cell phones we don't mind anyone else's business <laughs> that's the <laughs> difference they like, have you don't mind their business actually. they don't mind yours exactly <laughs> oh yeah Ty, this was a, a crisis that was very well diverted um, this, this is this is luckily. one of the many reasons that Uber Eats is like the preferred method of eating for most people. Why subject yourself mm-hmm. to these types of dangers? I really don't know. Having to preheat an oven is so twenty twenty one. I don't know why it's just not instant. Like all ovens should be toaster ovens at this point. You know, the microwave mm-hmm. should have. I okay, backtrack. I hate microwaves. I feel me like too. everything about microwaves makes me angry. <laughs> but but I don't I already know you have one, the oven. I don't you own do a microwave. One. I 1,000% do not, and I will never own a microwave. Get that me shit away either. from me. I'm I've had people other. try to gift me microwaves. I said no. I said take it back. <laughs> Same here. I will not accept a microwave. No, I'm never. Good. It's like, it's, that's haram. <laughs> yeah. The closest I will go is a toaster oven, maybe one day. Ooh, that's even, that's maybe worse. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, it's not fast. <laughs> it's like, it takes as much space as that microwave, and it, but it's just slower. Like, what's the point? Yeah, that's true. Uh, how about, like, one day if I ever become, <laughs> I'm privileged enough to become a homeowner, I might get an air fryer. I am a little bit fry curious, and I'd like to see what that world's like. <laughs> 
<laughs> I fucking hate you for saying that and also for wanting one because that's so against you as a person. That's basically the microwave of fried foods. That's a good point. Actually, I take back what I said. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That just tells me that you like say shit for the podcast <laughs> and you don't truly believe it, which is even. I funny. just wanted to say fry curious. I'm not going to lie. I know. <laughs> I have no desire to own an air fryer. Those things are for just like, I don't know people that don't have a love life but they own a home and they're like oh we need to mix it up at home <laughs> like <laughs> oh. if you like, haven't had sex in five months with your wife you should get an air fryer that might fix it <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? distractor yeah that's really funny but, yeah so do you think do you think this um like flaming issue ever happens at the way they're rocking the toaster oven like Constantly. thousands of times a day every sandwich gets toasted yeah. surely there's been a few mishaps absolutely and it is a, a patented subway speed toaster so you're know it's reaching high high temperatures of 600 degrees fahrenheit um you know basically immediately uh so why don't we why don't we just get one of those in our house you know like that's that seems like a solve there mm-hmm. but they, you're right they probably do have tons of issues all the time and you already know shit's leaking like from the sandwich onto the ground mm-hmm. like in the in the toaster and that's what like mm-hmm. happened to me right like shit leaks and then just you don't clean it and then it just catches fire one day <laughs> yeah for sure i mean the like if the sandwich artist does their job right that meat and cheese should be tucked in there nice and snug just like how my meat is tucked n- nicely into my kelvins and I, I think where the risk is, is with the marinara sauce, Eric, because that's always a look, sandwich artist won't be as well trained in the marinara dollop as they are in the, the meat placement, because they how can they be? It's a less frequently ordered dish, right? So mm-hmm. there's a more, more chance of that looping out in the toaster. And I feel like that's like a real burner. because it, It's like it's trying to ooze. It, it wants to escape. It's trying mm-hmm. to prison break out of that foot long. Mm-hmm. I think one time me and you have to try and sabotage our subway by ordering like tons of garlic oil like just get them to like load it on the sandwich and then be like triple toast it and mm-hmm. see what happens yeah <laughs> cause an oil fire I do think yeah. that any like adding some sauce pre-toast or trying to get like a little bit of sweet onion or chipotle southwest in there probably I wonder if the sandwich artist would take greater care with the toasty, knowing that they're incurring the risk of fire. Like, do they, do you think they like still rush it? And they just like, we got to just make sure the fire department's on standby here. Or do you think they're like very careful about like avoiding drips and drops? Dude, I don't think they give a flying fuck about making a mess over there. I think I'm pretty sure they want to start a fire <laughs> so that they can get <laughs> off. They get to go home early. Exactly. You There's know, nothing more frontline worker. Yeah, there's nothing more frontline worker than trying to sabotage your job so you can go home early, even though you showed up there to work <laughs> hourly to get paid. It's mm-hmm. like every frontline are just uh, like, I just want to go home after three hours. <laughs> I don't care about the money. Yeah, I know. It's like literally like the amount of money you make is based on your output, but like they just don't want to have any output. Mm-hmm. It's backwards. That is backwards. Um, but you know what? Jobs like that have things called unions, tie. And mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I'm pretty sure it's in the union handbook that uh, if you do go home early, then you get paid for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. Or if you get injured in this fire, you might qualify for some kind of workers' comp. 
<laughs> Both are more ideal than uh, slinging sandwiches, let me tell you. Absolutely. If I could Wait. fuck Uncle Sam, I would. <laughs> uh, who's your daddy? Exactly. I just realized, Eric, you and I, we're paid for our output as co-hosts of a successful podcast. And we're paid hourly because our output is equivalent to how many minutes we spent in the booth. Not at Which all. means we're frontline <laughs> essential workers. I love this take, but you're so wrong. Okay, correct me then. We're everyone else's hourly rate pays us. Because... Oh yeah. <laughs> Whoa, holy crap. But we're the CEO. Crazy. We're the CEO. <laughs> yeah. Like think about this. Like we it's almost like we make commission off of everyone's listen. Every time mm-hmm. someone listens, we get whatever, 15 cents from big Spotify. Um, you know, that is unless you buy the stem player. But, you know, we do get paid every time someone listens, Ty. I never thought about that, Eric. Uh, well, th- from the from two CEOs on International Women's Day, to you, the <laughs> listener, we thank you for supporting this podcast and supporting uh, white males in, in the entertainment industry. I absolutely love it. Um, I love how on International Women's Day we end up talking about our dick size <laughs> <laughs> and and being he he EOs, which is he hilarious EOs. as fuck. Um, that's awesome. <laughs> uh, having said all that, Eric, I do think it's time to close the chapter on this episode. Pop it out of the sandwich toaster and send it to the clients. Send it to the customers for consumption. Oh, I love it. It's been a swell episode. Um, what can I... I can't think of a better day to record with you, Ty, than IWD. Yeah, uh, same as you, Eric. You are my my side bay. What can I say? Mm-hmm. Uh, you are as well my good bitch. And once again, thank you for recording with me you as well and thank you to the breadheads for listening as always follow us on twitter follow us on instagram hit us up on OnlyFans. you know we're in all this all the right spots Mm -hmm. uh save guys save our podcast donate five (laughs) dollars okay go on to onlyfans.com slash think fresh okay and save our show SOS. You don't want us to have to stick a big ass Wikipedia style banner on our Instagram profile. So save our podcast. Two dollars mm-hmm. a day could mean a life for Eric. It means that Eric could buy some new Amiri jeans. Dude, if I could just like quit my day job and do this, you know what I'm saying? I would be the happiest mm-hmm. man on earth. Yeah. Make Eric happy, guys. His thunder mm-hmm. thighs don't fit in his old jeans. Make Eric happy. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we need to, uh, maybe we need to like start some kind of fundraiser for me and you to start our own franchise. Yeah, like a GoFundMe for me and you, <laughs> mm-hmm. where we get to start our own franchise based on the money that people donate. Or I, I'm sure that run either either one. I'm sure that our uh, dozens and dozens of listeners would actually be willing to support that. You mean thousands? I haven't checked the stats in a while. You're probably right. Yeah, he hasn't checked in since uh, June 2020. So, <laughs> yeah, I've never really looked. I just, I just assume we have a large audience. I'm, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs>
Hey, buddy. Talk to you on Friday. Have a great week. Ciao.